what's up? I got another edition of the Lost Zane Recordings free view for you right now. This is perfect. You know, I have the full show on my Patreon for you. I upload two of them a week. It adds to your listening enjoyment during the week. It's an audio time capsule. Uh, In this uh, period of time, it was myself, Julius. He had not yet flown the coop. Ben joined the show in December of the year uh, that we're in, 2016, that we're reviewing. So it was at one point it was Eric, Ben, and Julius. At this point, it's Eric, Julius, and Doan. Doan had not yet flipped out and split. But anyway, here you go. This adds to your listening enjoyment on the Patreon. I'm giving you a free view now. If you like it, oh, hey, go ahead and sign up. Five bucks a month is all it takes. It supports the show. I give you upwards of 15 hours of content every single week on the Patreon. So, you know, if you listen to my free podcast, and you're like, oh, hell, man, there's plenty of time left to uh, listen, and I don't have anything to listen to. You know, check out the Patreon. Throw five bucks at me for just the month and put me on double secret probation. You know, uh, with the contingency that if it sucks, you cancel it. And then you are out five bucks. I am going to spend your five bucks on dog food. I will not give that back to you. But if you like it, add that to your listening repertoire to your palate, to your menu, okay? And then it's just five bucks every month, or you can convert it to a yearly, and I'll take 10% off the price. How about that? Rewarding your long-term commitment, you know? There you go, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. On with the free view of the Lost Zane recordings. It's the 103rd edition of the Eric Zane Show. Welcome in. From the world-famous MapesDebt.com, Bankruptcy Studios, bankrupt financially, morally, ethically, physically. Well, not so much physically these days with Julius. He's not morally, he's not physically bankrupt. Intellectually. Uh, Speaking of intellectually bankrupt. Tyler walked. Hey, Tyler. You're not, Tyler, don't, don't listen to a word he says. Uh, hygienically, as we uh, get ready to bring Tyler in here, he's, he's uh, completing some last-minute duties for us, so he's not able to defend himself. But have you noticed, Julius, the long hair on our ginger friend? It's uh, it's turning glorious. It's uh, it's it's he, before long he'll have some flowing ginger locks. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if Don? Let it grow out. I mean, like, for, like, five years. And we <laughs> braided it in crazy, like, long uh, pigtails. <laughs> have you ever, Do they have, like, ginger... Ginger dreads? Dreads, yeah. Is that a thing that people do? It has to have been at some point. Someone has to have done ginger dreads. It's not a bad look. No? No. For the right person? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't know if Doan could pull it off. Um, but he's okay. He's got the hair is getting thick and bushy and then the burns are growing out too. And then his facial hair. It's like a complete Tyler, uh, dirty bet makeover is what's going on. I can see it right now as we welcome in him in Tyler. How are you, buddy? I'm doing good. How are you? Good to have you here. Julius. Uh, sorry. Hello to you. Hello. Um, the last uh, 24 hours has been much like the previous before with uh, soupy, ridiculous weather conditions. Just absurdly moist. Muskegon gets hammered again with rain. Oh, did it? I mean, just another cluster came pouring in last night. 
pretty much uh, it, it didn't really get us too bad further south uh, in the uh, uh, Kenton, Ottawa areas and northern Ottawa County. Yeah, sure, you got nailed. There was like flood warnings all over the place. People were driving through just gigantic pools of water. Tremendous amount of rainfall. And it's uh, not going to be much better today. No, no, man. I'm telling you, all the way through Saturday, a threat of thunderstorms. Today, a threat of thunderstorms again and a high of 82. It's 74 right now with a soupy 91% humidity. It's going to go all the way up to 93% humidity later. Oh, oh. man. Um, but I was, um, I had mentioned to you that um, with my daughter being a cheerleader, we had a uh, football game to go to to watch the eighth grade, the middle school football game at um, my daughter's school yesterday. And so, you know, you walk in and it's it was so damn humid. Oh, I was like, come on, man. Thank God for a running clock in this game. It took about an hour. So not too bad, you know. Mm-hmm. They, they, they play at a pretty fast pace. But the clock did have to stop for one point. <laughs> and boy, um... It's funny because I could see this one developing before my very eyes. For my daughter's school, they've got there's always one kid who outgrows everybody. Now in eighth, seventh, eighth grade, those young men are just starting to hit their growth peak. You right. Know, yeah. It seems like all the cheerleaders are bigger than ninety percent of the team. I mean, I mean, more of a fun game because the girls knock some people out. The girls they grow faster than the, oh, yeah. they grow earlier than the boys. So most of the dudes on the teams. Are, are, five two, are, yeah, five three. They're just starting to get into their growth. Spurt. You can't really tell the difference between a seventh grade football player and like a fourth grade football. Player. Not at all. I mean, there were some little buddies out there, and um, <laughs> but the thing is, there's always one who stands out who hit it a little early, a little like, and a he hit it hard. Sixth grade growth spurt. So. There's a kid from my daughter's team, and I, I I saw this guy go, oh, boy, this guy's going to be a wrecking ball out there. I, I can just sense it. <laughs> so um, in the first half, you see one, you see this kid catch a pitch, and he just hauls around the corner. And, you know, he's got people flying off of him, and he just barrels into the end zone, touchdowns. I was like, oh, boy, this is, this is the one kid who <laughs> I can see it coming. So then um, – that was it. Turned out to be the final score, but not the final uh, moment for this this kid because in the second half, same play, he gets a pitch and he starts running around the end, and some very pra- brave young man from the other team, because I wouldn't have done this if I would have seen this this. You wouldn't load, do that now. No, if I would have seen this, you know, six foot one and a half load. I'm guessing he was probably, uh, I don't know, 180 for that age. Damn. 175. That's pretty big for, like, what is this, eighth grade? Yeah. And he's about three steps after he gets the ball, and he's turning the corner. He's at full speed. And I see some cornerback honing in. He's going to try to stop him. I'm going, oh, no, don't do it, kid. Don't do not do it. Just trip him and <laughs> stick your foot out. His kid goes for it. <laughs> and it was his attempt was textbook. Mm-hmm. It looked like he knew what he was doing. He didn't put himself in harm's way in terms of recklessly diving headfirst or anything like that. Tried to stop it with his body. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
highlights <laughs> and this running back. Blammo! And you heard the sound of pads and and bone and 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 helmet just and the kid ran right through him. Was there like an audible groan through the through the yes. crowd? Like, oh, yep, yep. You 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 know it's bad when after the impact, it's like, oh, oh. I wonder if anyone got that on video. I'd be kind of interested. Oh, and uh, I right away I was like, oh no, man. And then the play ends, and this little fella is he's moving on the ground, but and nothing is sideways or or, or nothing looks like a Olympic gymnast going broken bones or anything like that. No alligator arms? No. But he's rolling on the ground. I go, okay, you're moving. Um, You're not dead. You probably don't know uh, where you are. Or maybe, is it, have you ever had the wind knocked out of you? Yeah, that's terrible. That's one of the most unpleasant things that a person outside of death, and I don't know what that's like, but I can only imagine. I imagine death is easier. Depending how you, it's, it's natural death. I didn't. And I don't know if this was the case. It was either his head hurt really bad because he he got his bell rung, or he's out of, or he's got the wind knocked out of him. He has a big bruise all over his body. But oh man! And uh, right away, both teams take a knee. No music on the field. The cheerleaders take a knee. <laughs> so did the running back keep running, or was he stopped? Yeah, he there? went for about ten more yards, and they finally got him down. Oh, okay. Uh, because our team didn't score anymore. <laughs> but um, so coaches from my daughter's team are closest to him, and they're right out on the sidelines. And then the coach from the opposition shows up, and then uh, trainers come out. <laughs> they brought the priest out just in case oh. the last rites need to be read. I, you know, but you knew he was going to be okay because he was moving. But, uh, man, this kid was tough. I would not have done that. I would have been like, forget it. There is no way. That I'm committing to that. And um, he laid down there about a minute and a half. And then he was up on his knees and then up and out. Helped him off. Everybody clapped. And that was the end of that. Thank goodness he was okay. But uh, just seeing that kid go around the, on, around the end, I was like, oh, man, no way. So uh, here we go. What school were, the, were they playing? Fruitport. So the big kid was from Fruitport. Oh, no, he was on your guys' team. Yes. Jenison. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if this kid has a future. But uh, <laughs> I know that it was after he did it, I was like, yeah. And then it was like, oh, kid's hurt. No more celebrating. <laughs> Go back to the bench. It wasn't like when your wife uh, face planted on the floor at rebounders. It, nothing was that no, bad. No one laughed as hard. <laughs> nothing was that bad. You know, I think she, and she uh, talked about that. She thinks she was concussed. She had a headache the whole next day from that uh, from that moment. Doesn't necessarily mean concussion. No, but, but she uh, said she saw stars and was dazed. She may have been. She may have been. The Eric Zane Show podcast is powered by the Eufy Video Smart Lock E330. This thing's amazing. These people send me one, and I'm so happy. I love it so much. It's a lock. It's a 2K camera. It's a doorbell, three-in-one, triple security. You know, a lot of the times when you buy something that's like a camera so you can see who's at your door, you're going to have to pay a monthly fee. That is not the case with the Eufy Video Smart Lock E330. And by the way, I want you to search E-U-F-Y Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit 
eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. The Eufy video lock is easy to install, set up with just a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling required. Thank goodness, because if I did that, there'd be holes all over the place. It'd be horrible. Keyless entry, no more fumbling for the keys when your hands are full. Never worry about the kids losing keys or passing among the renters. One second unlocking with, get this, AI self-learning chip embedded. The more you use it, the more accurate it will be. It's fingerprint recognition on this thing. You gotta try this out. Search Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock. Full three-in-one triple security with Eufy. I mean, she landed with her face when she did that. <laughs> Epic moment at the Zane Games. Tyler Doan, you ever see anything like that when you're playing football back at uh, for the uh, for the Eagles? It was not when I was playing. My brother, one of the kids on his team, kid caught a pass, and the DB from Hudsonville just ran him over. The DB. All you saw was the kid's feet up in the air. Yeah, yeah. I frequently see the team practice. I train on, over on the track over there, and um, there was a there was a time when I was training over at Jenison, and some kids were playing football. And they weren't affiliated. Actually, it was a kid who used to play for the football team. And and uh, they were just like playing pickup football. Mm-hmm. And this was crazy. Wait, pickup like with pads yeah, or like, no? No, just like throwing a football around okay. on a football field after hours. So it's not, it wasn't supposed to be too competitive? No, no, no. There was like three or four kids. And they, and they, um, and then I was running on the, on the back stretch straight away. And they were at this point uh, taking taking a breather on the actual benches, which were still out. Mm-hmm. And one of the kids is sitting, this is years ago, a kid's sitting there and he's holding a football. And they decided to screw with me. So I'm running and I'm behind them. Check out that loser running. That's exactly what they did. And this kid has a football. Now, this, check this out. I get to a point when I'm directly behind him. I'm about as far away from him as I am to you. Mm-hmm. Two yards. And I'm right behind him and he takes the football and throws it behind him. And it hits me. It gets the football at me. So I got pissed. And oh, yeah, I, you're going to fight a bunch of football players? And I yelled at them. And they yelled at me and said, oh, yeah, it was an accident, old man. Shut up. <laughs> and literally, they were, they were ready to beat my ass. I was like, oh, God. <clears throat> this escalated because then I, I, I went on the air all butthurt about it mm-hmm. the next day. That night, they shaving creamed my house. How'd they find out where you live? Everybody knew where I lived. Oh, and um, they took shaving cream and spray and sprayed on my garage door. Got ya with a smiley face, and I'm I go. I knew that I could. I knew they were doing it. Uh-huh. And they uh, and they threw fireworks out the car. Should pull out your gun. Well, I didn't have one at the time. Well, I I knew this was happening. I suspected it was going to happen. I forgot how I thought it was going to happen, but I was almost ready for him. And I threw open the front door and started chasing the car. This actually happened. Your kids are like, oh, my God, Dad. This is in the evening. It was actually dark when it happened. And um, the thing is, when you, the the shaving cream, it uh, it left a permanent gotcha on my garage after you washed it off. Oh, really? I had to paint the whole garage. <laughs> Yeah, did you ever find out who they were? Uh, I would have re- gone after them. I remember them. I went, there was a different football coach at the time. I mentioned it to him, mm. and he knew who it was. Should have sued them. But I don't know. Make him really pay. 
Hey, kid. I decided to not ask. Make their parents regret having kids. Make make them realize that kids are stupid. (laughs) Like, yo, you're going to cost us thousands of dollars. That kid's probably like 30 now. Still waiting to hear back from him. (laughs) With an apology. (laughs) I don't think it's going to happen. Tyler, we got something special for you, man. Check this out. This is a special concert appearance based on something we talked about just the other day, 24 hours ago. Have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? It's so freaking good. Have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? If you haven't, then I think you should. I was sitting in the kitchen one day, and I was itching to fill up my belly with the piping hot jelly of the best damn treat in the world. He's talking Pop-Tarts. And I saw a stick of butter, and it almost made me shudder and scream like a baby girl. I don't want a giant penis or a rocket trip to Venus. I don't want to win the lottery. I just want to squat and gobble till I'm dizzy and I wobble in a butterfruit and Joe's hot dream. So I put butter on a Pop-Tart. It was so friggin' good. Have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? If you haven't, then I think you should. Everybody, come along with us. Have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? It's so friggin' good. Yeah, have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? If you haven't, then I think you should. With butter. Okay, a couple things there. Seth MacFarlane is amazing. That was hilarious. Um, now, Doan, Doan's dad, Jim Doan, is the one who started this. Tyler looked at dad and said, you're crazy. We ran this up the flagpole of one Bill Simonson. His quote, it's wrong. <laughs> like, it's, it's as wrong as Colin Kaepernick not standing for the anthem. <laughs> and then... We've had listeners weigh in, and then somebody in the, someone posted on uh, Facebook. I saw that. He says he tried it, and he's happy. <laughs> All right. So this is actually a thing. I'm going to try this. This has to happen. And you know what else I'm going to try? I'm going to try your the thought the of, frying your, of the frying it? the Pop-Tart. This it's got to be better. I mean, it's got to be better that way, right? If you're frying it. It's it, like it's it more unhealthy. Now, are you talking about, you know, would you put a little bit of vegetable oil? Or would you just use butter in the pan? Or what, what are your thoughts? How do you, how do you make uh, grilled cheese? Um, well, I put butter on the bread. Maybe spray the pan with a little of that nonstick stuff. Then but, do that. Yeah. Do, do that. Do that way? Yeah. Put butter on it and fry it. Basically, like a, it's going to be a grilled cheese. It's grilled Pop-Tart. Now, what about two Pop-Tarts? With cheese. That's disgusting. How do you know? Um, What kind of cheese are you using? I don't know. Do you think it makes that big of it? I mean, if you use processed American cheese, like on a grilled cheese? Well, if you use like a sweeter cheese, it would work. What is this? What would this, What would an example of sweet cheese be? That's sweet cheese. Sweeter cheese. Yeah, I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. What would be an example of a sweeter cheese? Well, doesn't feta kind of go well with sweet foods? I don't know. You're the you're the culinary genius here. You're, you, I know you are. You're always like experimenting in the uh, yeah, in the I'm, kitchen. I'm experimenting, yeah. Uh, <laughs> just like Jeremy from just Sarah. Like Jeremy, yeah. Uh, Gouda, maybe is that more of a sweet cheese? You're asking, or you? you uh, I, I'm asking. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the processed craft American cheese. Okay, I'm gonna try that. Sounds so bad. So there's three things you got to try. Butter on a Pop-Tart, frying a Pop-Tart, two Pop-Tarts in grilled cheese fashion. Havarti, they're saying, is on the sweeter side. Maybe not sweet, but it's not salty. See, I like this. Uh, see, the salt might work, man, because when you combine the sweet 
with the salt. How many times? That's always worked out. So this weekend, this might be uh, that's something not going to work. It. Why not? Well, you can't just try it. Maybe, maybe cream cheese. Maybe. Because that kind of goes along. It would almost be like a cheesecake. Absolutely. I, I'm not, Especially with okay. ra- raspberry stuffing yes. or whatever filling inside. <laughs> stuffing. <laughs> raspberry filling in the Pop-Tart. It might. Or strawberry Julius, filling. It might. I think we need to stop poo-pooing this and at least consider it. Consider that, an attempt. Do cream cheese. I think, I think you'd really like the cream cheese one. Like I've actually tried this. Okay. Uh, I do want to go over uh, some of the things we were uh, going to talk about today. Um. Starting with the latest and work our way backwards. How does that sound? Jeffrey Willis, there's an update on him. I need you to pull that from Fox 17. They did a story about him. Um, of course, Dear Meathead is on the horizon for tomorrow. Your emails uh, brought to you by Labat Blue and Labat Blue Light. Send your advice or uh, questions looking for advice from Dad, my dad. He'll be joining us tomorrow on the show. Uh, Victory Day happens at South Christian this weekend, Saturday at 3 p.m., Coach Taminga will be in here in the back half of the 8 o'clock hour. If you haven't heard of Victory Day, man, wait, because this event is so excellent. Um, It is just an uplifting, emotional, tremendously fun event for everyone involved, uh, whether in the South Christian program or not, have nothing to do with South Christian's program. This is a, a terrific community event called Victory Day, the fifth annual one. And wait until you hear about this thing. Um, there is an important Michigan Senate bill that just passed we need to talk about. Uh, teaching your kids empathy. Three quick ways to do that. Julius, take note. Okay. Ten minutes with Huge, of course, in the 7 o'clock hour. The NFL opens the opens tonight. We have to talk about some things going on, uh, including Carson Palmer on Tom Brady. What Colin Kaepernick is doing with all the money being generated from jerseys. And um, the attire of one Carrie Underwood on the opening theme of uh, well, what I guess is uh, Sunday Night Football happening on Thursday night. Soccer player Megan Rapino is so pissed off because uh, her Seattle team was taking on the Washington Spirit in a soccer game. And the Washington Spirit... They were ready for her. She is the one who took a knee, in a, as she put, in a nod to Colin Kaepernick for the anthem. Well, the Washington spirit doubled down, and they outsmarted her, and she's pissed. Uh, and later this hour, we just mentioned the butter on a Pop-Tart. There is another hot new breakfast trend that we have to talk about. And uh, also the disappointment from Julius and myself over a story that has proven to be false because we have been very excited for the past 20 hours about talking about it. It's a fake story, yeah. and we're very disgusted I'm very disappointed because it was, it was... I probably should have figured when I didn't see it on... I don't know. Well, we were suspecting it, but we didn't want to believe it. We wanted it to be true so badly that, that we were blinded, but... Alas, not true. It's funny, though. It'll make you laugh. Absolutely. And uh, up next, a list of the most unfortunate band names that I've ever band named. There's, there's actually about 20 of them. We can only read five of them because the rest of them are just nasty. We'll go over those coming up next. We are in the Mapestead.com bankruptcy studios. Phone calls into our show at any time at 800-785-1073. I brought to you by our friends 
at Alan Bobbs. And if anybody asks you who you listen to, please tell them the Eric Zane Show on 107.3 WBBL. That's it. My free view of the Lost Zane recordings. If you like it, sign up on my Patreon for all of my content. The Patreon bonus, Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer Trivia, uh, The Insane Asylum, my two-hour music-driven radio show on Northern Michigan's Q100, and, of course, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. That's it. See ya.